Hey guys, um, I just want to take this moment to say I'm really excited because we're entering the final quarter of the year. Um, definitely my favorite time of year is September to December, for sure. So there are a lot of really exciting things to look forward to, um, and you know, we'll definitely be announcing and talking about these things as they come up. Um right now really the most um pressing thing that we have coming up is election day yay like (laughs) um yeah for florida tuesday august 28th is our primary election day um and actually for the whole country we're really reaching the seventh inning stretch of the remaining primaries um Right now, the only ones that are left is um, Arizona, which is also August 28th, Massachusetts on September 4th, Delaware, September 6th, New Hampshire, September 11th, Rhode Island, the 12th, New York, the 13th, and then Louisiana, um, November 6th. And so, we all know that the primaries are really just as important as the general election right now here in Florida. We're going to be voting for our U.S. representative for Congress because um, Ileana Rosletnin is actually retiring. So that's a really important seat to have. Um, we're also voting for Florida governor for our county judges, circuit judges, commissioners, things like that. Um, I know that actually there's a few cities here in Miami that are having special elections. Um, Aventura is having one, Hialeah, Miami Beach, City of Miami Gardens, City of South Miami, and then the City of Miami themselves are having special elections. And basically they're just having special um, issues that are being put on the ballot this election round. Um... And in, I guess, like, the main thing to take away is the importance of, one, voting, getting out there and voicing your opinion. This is a democracy. This is what democracy is all about. And and so, you know, using that voice for, like, the greater good. So, um, and, you know, in that same vein, I would say, hey, l- you know, look up your ballot. At least here for Miami Day, I know that we can go in we can like literally go in on miamiday.gov we can search for the election um portion and we can actually get like a customized sample ballot all you have to do is put in your last name your date of birth and your house number and then you have your special customized sample ballot for your um district precinct whatever it is and it actually shows you your voting precinct location and all of that and so that's like really cool because like I feel like a lot of us, we tend to go in blind, and maybe we know how we're going to vote on one issue or for one candidate, but really the rest of the the ballot is kind of like, you know, the test that you didn't study for. Good news, having having a customized sample ballot is kind of like having, you know, like having notes during your open book test. So all you have to do is just prepare yourself, go online, research the candidates, and and make an informed vote. I feel like that's the most important thing is, um, you know, being informed about what's going on, what these candidates are, are, you know, going to be touting, what they're standing for. Knowing yourself, like, what do you stand for? 
and do these in like you know picking the candidate that best represents that and so like i said man we could study before the test you know before we have to go fill in that scantron um you know and and i say it i mean obviously i only really have the information for like miami-dade county but that's the same thing across the you know the nation look up your candidates read into what they're what they're um campaigning for and what they stand for um and then also for the cities that are having special elections i especially especially encourage you to look up what um these issues are about because they definitely um they directly impact you and they and a lot of these things have to do with like local city money um land development you know things like that and so all those those like um construction projects that they announced that the commissioners vote for guess what we vote for those commissioners we have access to those commissioners and so it's like instead of getting caught off guard once they like announce that the votes have gone through and that they're starting construction on something that could um potentially you know impact our environment why not like you know kind of nip it at the bud vote for you know for worthy commissioners and vote on the issues from the beginning and then we can avoid this mess in the first place um so yeah that's my little psa i'm coming down from the soapbox now um i'm really excited about this week's episode it's a really special episode because um actually it's um kirenia's kirsten's (laughs) last episode with us and so um we're really excited about you know the different things that we've talked about you guys are gonna hear Kirsten come up later on in the podcast just because of like what we've you know already been working on and you know the timing and all of that but um actually this interview that you guys are gonna hear is kind of like you know her last like little time with us and it's really exciting um we do it from like a really cool place here in Miami so I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. Um, and like I said, you know, get out there, vote. Enjoy your time with me because I certainly enjoy um, working on these things with, with you guys, for you guys. And um, I hope you enjoy your time. Thanks for tuning in to Sugar Bee Podcast. Sugar Bee Podcast is being recorded in front of a live studio audience. And we're sitting here live from Cazola's. Alright, we're starting. Here we go. Are you ready, Kidani? I'm ready. We're ready. Alright, guys. Here we are, live from Cazola's. Okay. It's midnight on a Tuesday. I love it. We're, like, I love that Cazola's is like... Popping right. <laughs> it's a place to be. Really. As you guys know, Casolas is like a, a pizza institution out here on Coraway and Seventeenth Ave. Definitely, like I had like the like a pizza as big as like my face, maybe bigger than my face. I don't know. Almost as long as my hair. So, with which my natural hair that might be true. It might be pizza as long as my hair. So, anyways, I'm here with. My dear K-Dog, Kidenya, K 
Kirsten for you Americans out there. Who, oh my god, is leaving us tomorrow. We're so excited though. She gets to go back home and be with her family and go travel and do real people things. And that's what's up. Like, Hidenia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for coming and hanging out. We were hanging out at Bottle Chain earlier, having a great time. Now we're at the Solas having our after drink pizza. Mm -hmm, of course. Necessary. We could not let you leave here without having this pizza. So, like, why don't you tell us, like, a little bit about yourself, why you came to Miami in the first place? Like, what's up, Kirsten? Like... It's so weird when you use my, like, American name. Alright, Kidenya. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I came to Miami after backpacking through South America for five months. I came back and I was applying to some jobs and I knew I wanted to work with refugees. So I got a job at the IOC and I decided to pack up my life and move to Miami. Oh my god, that's like so crazy to me. Because I'm just like, who would go here? <laughs> like, why would you choose to come live this life? Um, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love it here. But oh my god, like Miami's such a wholesome place. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a place I used to tell myself, I'll never live in LA and I'll never live in Miami. And you know, I got a job in Miami, so I'm here. <laughs> here we are. How long have you been living here now? I've been living here for 10 months. Wow. It'll be exactly on Saturday, but I'm getting out before then. So like, almost, you know, like 9 and like, I don't know, 7 eighths of a month or uh -huh. something. Alright, and I mean, like, so what, what are you going to be up to now? Not so Kirenia's leaving tomorrow. <laughs> what are you going to, what, what's in the stars for Kirsten? So I've got plans. Most of them in the beginning revolve around friends and family who I haven't seen for a long time. So stopping in DC, doing the whole thing. But then I plan to go to Greece and work in a refugee camp on the island of Lesbos, and I'm super excited about it. That's like really exciting. Like, is like out here doing it, man. Like picking up and leaving, getting out of here, <laughs> traveling the world, going to Greece, gonna have like amazing feta and like Greek pizza. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like really excited for your Greek adventures. <laughs> That's gonna be great. Lots of Greek leaves and such. Yeah. Eat all the Greek food for me because I love Mediterranean food. So eat some in my honor, please. Of course. You know, of course. some like a <laughs> like some hummus, the essentials, the staples of like Mediterranean food for me. So, alright, Kenya, are you ready for the Miami exit interview though? I think so, I think so. I'm like, prepared. We're doing this because we need to know how we can make Miami a better experience. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. First of all, let's back up a minute. <laughs> Kirenya, where are you originally from? So, I was born in a small town in Pennsylvania, and I grew up there till I went to college in Washington, D.C. Wow. That's like... Oh, right, right, right. And, you know, 
a big factoid about me is that we live kind of close to Amish people. That's so cool. So it's not in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, the cities that you know. It's in kind of the interesting region in between. Like legit small town. Like yeah. small American town. Yeah, small American town. Stuff I see on TV. For sure, yeah. Google like horse and buggy. Every now and then, you know, you'll see that. Or it's not too far from me. Note to self: Google horse and buggy. <laughs> we'll be doing that later when I get home. For sure. I'm not on Rumspringer. We had a question from the audience. What was the question again? If I'm on Rumspringer, is that how you say it? Rumspringer? I'm not on Rumspringer. To my grandparents, who will definitely be listening to this, I'm so sorry for speaking Pennsylvania Dutch so poorly. It's always a language I've wanted to learn. I just didn't have time. You see, like, you know, talking to Kirsten all these days and stuff, it's like, I learned things. Like, people speak... Pennsylvanian Dutch and I'm like oh interesting things to look up <laughs> I mean I don't know things that I would have never learned otherwise because I don't know anybody out there I mean shout out to Paulina who lives out there in Thornton PA but Paulina has never talked to me about Pennsylvanian Dutch people so I don't know what have you been doing I thought we were friends and then I'll, I'll write you later I, I miss you, so I'll go hang out with you sometimes. But anyways, so, you know, it's like learned a lot of different things. Learned a lot about American life, Pennsylvanian life, American culture. And so I would imagine that, okay, so you went from home to D.C. You did your traveling thing. And then to come to a place like Miami, I would imagine, was quite the... Yeah, I mean, it was really different from everywhere I've ever lived, and it was really amazing at first, and then it got a little harder when we found out our job was closing, and our office was closing, but in the beginning, I was infatuated with it, especially because D.C. is a very diverse city, there's lots of many different people, and they speak different languages, but they're all very professional, and this was a, a Miami is not. <laughs> Miami is like the furthest from professionalism that you could find. I, I would imagine. I don't know. You've been I to a lot of different pla- places. You tell me. <laughs> Here, people are hustling, and they're from all parts of the world, and they speak their language, and maybe only their language, but it's beautiful. It brings in a really strong sense of culture, which you don't have in DC. Oh, very cool. No, I'm so happy that you're leaving with this thought of us. So, but now I'm gonna ask you the real deal, like the real. I'm gonna put you in a hot seat. Real deal, exit interview questions. All right. All right. You prepared? Maybe. Okay. Well, it's happening anyway. So, here we go. All right. Having come, you know, having gone through your experiences and then landing here, right? What did you like least about Miami? And state for the record, please, what areas in Miami did you live in, hang out in, Uh, sleep at? Sleep at. (laughs) Just so that we could get like a little frame of reference. 
Yeah, so my first house I stayed at was in Pembroke Pines. So I was in Broward. In Broward, Canada, you know. In Broward, Canada. And it took me about an hour and a half to get to work, no matter what time I left. And then I went home to my wonderful friend and her mom. But I was essentially like their second daughter living out of the house. And mainly the commute killed me. Nah. But I love living with my friends, so I was thinking, okay, I need to find more roommates, more people my age. I found an amazing apartment in Brickell, and that's where I stayed for a very serious amount of time. <laughs> very serious. A very serious amount of time. I'd say about like a serious six months. <laughs> that's pretty serious. Pretty serious. Then, due to life circumstances. <laughs> we all know about life down here, right? We had to move out of this apartment, and I thought I was going to be homeless for a couple days, but my friend, shout out to my friend in Colorado, on my field hockey team, he gave me his house to stay in, because he's like, I got a job, I'm moving to Colorado, move into my house, if you drive me to work like a couple days, and I'm like, yes, I'll drive you anywhere you need to go, let me live in your house. We're doing this. After that, I moved in with my other friend. Shout out to him, Bryce. He's in Tampa. What's up? My other friend's up, name is Andre. Andre from hockey. All now right, he's in Colorado. Bryce let me live in his house in North Miami. The commute to work was also like an hour and a half. Keep in mind, work isn't around my people, mm. all right? In, mm. in the west side. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard for me, and I don't like to drive. Because I drove in high school, then I got in a car accident, then I went to college, and I never drove again. So, I graduated college, and I came to Miami traffic. It's because you had it's because you had a lot of time to make up for without driving. And now I'm terrible, so sorry everyone in Miami. If you see a Pennsylvania license plate, it's me. <laughs> Ruining your day. <laughs> yeah, North Miami, and now I'm back at the beach. I'm in South Beach, hanging out near Flamingo Park. And Flamingo Park was Shout south. out to Flamingo Park. It's a great place. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, right. Except for the time that the city of Miami towed my car because it was parked in Flamingo Park. That wasn't cool, city of Miami. <laughs> no, that's how they get you, man. Like, you park in, like, a place, and you're like, okay, this should be okay. And, like, the signage is weird, and then it's, like, a nondescript place that looks like it's totally fine, free parking. And then you find out that it was not, in fact, free, and it was definitely a tow-away zone. Believe me, we've all been there. We've all done that. Unfortunately, I've been there, done that twice over. <laughs> And I was very upset both times. <laughs> so, once in Alapada, once in Sunny Isles. So, watch out in those areas. Everybody knows that one parking lot by Chili's, by Dadeland. That parking lot. <laughs> William just got super, like, I like, that was like the PTSD flashback. Woo. <laughs> Once that we went there, we yeah, spent three hours trying to get them out of those. That place is no like you cannot leave your car there for an hour, they will tow you. If it's nighttime, you park at Chili's, you go underground, you do not park in front of Old Navy there. Because believe me, when I say it, that's a towway zone, they will tow your car. Many friends of mine have gotten their cars towed there. We learn. 
you you already know. Next time I'm trying to get towed to Chili's. You know. <laughs> they like you want to make that your goal. Now you know. We're all about like solutions here yeah. and goal reaching. Yeah, so that's goal setting is important. You know what I mean? And so, and keeping in line with our goals and such, right? What, what would you improve about Miami? What would you recommend us improve? You know, affordable housing would be dope. That would be nice. For everyone, for young students, for people who live on their own, for families, for couples who need efficiencies, like any kind of housing in almost any part of Miami, whether you're in Brickell, downtown, North Miami, fucking Kendall, wherever, you need to be able to have a house. The basics. Affordable housing, what a concept. (laughs) I don't think the city planners for the city of Miami or for the wow that was really or for the county of uh, greater Miami I don't think they were they've ever thought about that they're like hmm they're like in fact what we should do is knock down affordable housing and build uh, you know high rises that no one can live in but you know that you know whatever we will deal with that on a different day but alright we definitely appreciate your comments now, what would you keep the same? Definitely the, the mix of people. I know some of my friends don't really agree that we should keep our languages and maybe not even need to learn English. But I love here that it's not necessarily a melting pot. It's more like a salad bowl. You come in with your tomatoes and your croutons and your lettuce and everybody stays who they are but you make up a huge meal. And I really love that. I think it it brings something really unique that other cities in the United States don't have. This is true. And I appreciate this food analogy because, man, we've got amazing food down here. I'm not going to lie. And you know how I feel about salad. Like, salad's my bag. So, you know, it's very representative of how you feel. No, yeah, I mean, it's true, and, like, I, like, I'm really sorry that you didn't really get to experience it that much in our office, but, man, potlucks are the best, especially when you have a very multicultural office. Yo, I know at least in offices I used to work at, you get the Nicaraguan carne asada, all right, you got the Haitian grill, you got the Cuban congri, you got some, like, Colombian empanadas or something. Like, that's amazing. That's beautiful. You've got, like, American mac and cheese. Like, like I mean, like, that's amazing and that's beautiful. And that's really, you're right, that's, like, a really, really, really cool thing about Miami that I don't think can really be recreated anywhere else. And... I hope that you were able to like kind of like absorb these times, these very trying times here in Miami and take them with you elsewhere. Um, Do you have any questions or comments for the panel? Yeah, panel. I'm wondering why you hid all of the really great parts of Miami until the last couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie though. We kind of we kind of dogged Kirsten on that part. We messed up. She didn't push us. I just think we were like already overwhelmed with like the office thing. Yeah, all Kirsten ever wanted to do was go on a boat. Yeah. Oh man. It's true. You want to tell them about the boat? 
Nah. <laughs> who, who's gonna tell the boat story? Kirsten, tell us, tell us about. And y'all Miamians, don't judge, don't laugh, because you know that when you were like younger and trying to do your boat thing, we all went through this. I can recall a time where I tried to go to Pachanga Island. <laughs> I never made it out to Pachanga Island, but supposedly <laughs> they still have parties out there. <laughs> and you pay a certain fee and they will take you to this island and you may or may not sleep over at this island. There's supposedly a route back, but you don't really know where to go to find this boat. I don't know. It's all a scam. Please tell us. K-Dog about your boat experience. So yes, I'm not from Miami. So I thought the most Miami thing to do possible would be to get a boat, get all my friends on this boat, get alcohol on this boat, and have just like a great day, right? You know, go out to the Nixon Sandbar, right? Right. And so, you know what I did? I was like, I can't afford a boat in Miami. I would change that about Miami. I would make it cultural and amazing, but a little bit cheaper. For, you know, us Definitely. people. Affordable housing. For like, the little people out here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me get a boat like rich people do. And... Yes, it is. These are real sounds from inside Cazolas. We definitely live in the Cazolas area right now. So I went on Groupon and I was like, let me find a boat on Groupon. And, you know, I found a boat for $80. So I was thinking, I have six friends. Well, I have five friends and me. And <laughs> I can take me and all my friends on this boat. And it'll be really cheap. It'll be like such a deal. It'll be like $13. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Kirsten. I'm going to interrupt really quick. You guys don't know how hard Kirsten was pushing this boat, though. Like, for like a good month, Kirsten, like, every weekend was like, all right, we're going to do this boat thing, though. <laughs> Everyone over here is like shaking their head, like, yeah. Like, we, like, Kirsten was like, yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> I just need to reserve it. <laughs> Three days in advance. <laughs> 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 And we're like, okay, but you know, like, whatever weird scheduling things. And we're like trying to figure out if they're going to go on this boat. Who's going to go on this boat? How many people do we need on this boat? How much is it going to come out to? And listen, what we learned is that you cannot get six people to plan anything that happens 72 hours in advance. (laughs) But one day I decided, fuck it. I'm going to book this boat. Sir, did you have your Parmesan cheese? <laughs> I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> so, I decided I was going to book a boat and whatever friends could come, could come. But I was booking it because, you know, I had only had a few weekends in Miami left. So I booked this boat. I called this woman up and I was like, hey, yeah, you know, I have a Groupon. And she was like, great. So let me do the math for you here. You have your Groupon that costs $80. Then there's gas, there's gratuity, this boat fee, and that'll be $450. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, yeah, you know, because like gratuity and tax weren't included, like it says on the Groupon. And I'm like, yeah, but what boat? The, I don't know, boats, what? And she was like, yeah. So would you like to reserve that? And I told this woman, 
in a moment of pure shame that I could not find my wallet. So <laughs> I could not make the reservation right now, but that I would call her back. Definitely. Because <laughs> I sure. didn't know how to handle my life and handle like the fact that this was $450. So the first thing I did was I called Bryce to tell him what happened and to ask him to please call. Excuse me. Okay, I need to let I need to let the people know what's happening right now. So this is we're at Cazola's and people are hanging the little containers that have like cheese and like the peppers and like the spices and the garlic powder to get the stuff out and people cannot seem to make it happen. That's not good. I don't know. And, and that that's pure frustration, man. I feel you on that one. I heard that one. But okay, sorry, Kenya. So please tell us. One more time, I will take this one there. <laughs> like solution focused, solution focused. <laughs> all right, Kenya. So all right, so you tell the lady you're like, I'm definitely calling you back uh-huh. because I for sure lost my wallet. And I like for sure I told her I left it in the car, but like I'm a rich person and I definitely have five hundred dollars, <laughs> so I will be calling you back. And I was expecting you to say a price like this because. Rich people pay $500 for boats, and I, I'm well acquainted with that. So I hung up, and in shame, I called Bryce, and I was like, Bryce, I don't know what to do about this boat. Like, I messed up. Can you call? <laughs> I knew if I called back, she would, she would hear my voice, and she would know it's me, and she would call me out on being a poor person. And I couldn't, I couldn't handle the shame, so... I gave Bryce the voucher number and like all the information and I was like, please, please handle this woman. And so he called and she told him that the boat was going to cost $540. And somehow the price went up in the 20 minutes that I had talked to her and he talked to her. And then I was like, I'm going to get on this boat. I paid a Groupon for this boat. So the next thing I did was call my mom. Shout out to mom. Because if there's anyone who can handle customer service people, it's my mom. Shout out to Mama Dimovis. Shout out to Juan, too. The one time we had to fix, like, the Comcast bill or whatever. Like, I spoke to the Comcast man. He was a great guy. Shout out to Alessandro from Mexico, who was working the English line of Comcast. I appreciate you. And I talked to him, just like my mom would. And guess what? We got things fixed. So... Back to my mom. I was like, Mom, please, 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 please help me get this boat. Like, it's all that I want in my life for Miami is me and my friends on a boat. <laughs> and she's like, all right, I got this. This is a scam. I'm going to figure it out. Mind you, the boats on this website cost $320 <laughs> without a Groupon. So the Groupon was like, it's an 80% deal. So I looked at it and said, $320, and you get it for $80. I was like, that makes sense. It's a steal. It's a, it's a Groupon. It's what Groupon is made for. Alright, Groupon rectify this, please. Groupon did. Shout out to you, Groupon. You solved my problem really nicely, gave me my money back. We appreciate you. Anyway, as I've now just alluded to, my mom, Cynthia May Dimovitz, <laughs> could not handle the boat people. She called them and they gave her an even higher price. And she like racked it down to eventually it was like $380, which is $380 on top of the $80 I already paid. <laughs> so the like, so so $380 plus $80 is what? $460 when originally it was supposed to be $320. Like, I, what kind of scam is this? You were telling us. 
<laughs> Hold on. William, William brings up a good point because Kissing was pushing $13 a person, dog. $13 a person. One, three, Friday the 13th. $13 a person. And then she would say, $13 a person. Come on, guys, it's only $13. And everybody was like, well, dang, a boat for $13 <laughs> with alcohol. <laughs> That's quite the catch. Like, how can we say no? We just need to organize our calendars and make it happen. So obviously I thought about this and it added to my shame when I talked to the woman because I thought, can I afford $450? And then I was like, if I split it among all my friends, can we afford $450? And obviously the answer came back, no. So I did the only thing that a respectable young woman can do. I called Groupon and I cried a little bit. <laughs> and I told Groupon, listen, I bought this thing and I can't use it and it's 80 bucks. And I don't have 80 bucks. And all I wanted was a boat. And they said, you know, it's fine. You can have your 80 bucks back. Usually we make you like spend it on something else, but we can see that you're distressed. So thanks, Groupon. I got my $80 back. So really... You know, shout out to Groupon for making Miami a better experience. <laughs> uh, Groupon Miami, search it. I don't know, man. There's so many things you could do on Groupon. Most notably, Schnebleys down in Homestead. Schnebleys has been on Groupon for like the past like eight years, man. <laughs> that is the most constant Groupon ever. Watch me go search it later. And it's not there anymore. But yes. So thank you, Groupon. Thank you, Kirsten, for being, you know, for sharing that distressing tale with us. Because that was distressing me. <laughs> and, we were, and when we heard, when Kirsten came back to us and told us that the, the boat was, in fact, much more than $13 a person, it was kind of like the collective womp, womp, womp. There will be no boat in Miami. The dream is not complete. You will have to live out your Miami Vice dreams. But I did another time on a party boat with my dear friends for my birthday in January. It was not our own private boat with our private captain to the own islands we wanted to go to, but there was dancing and drinks and my friends, so it was nice. Was it the one at Bayside? It was the one. It left right in front of our house, which was crazy. Oh. It left from four ambassadors. Shout out four ambassadors. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, alright, I appreciate that I see that, I need to Go and get on that boat I don't know, let me tell you I have yet to, I went on the party boat The one that's at Bayside, shout out to that little Back in the day used to be the little $10 party boat That we used to go on in high school Okay, cause that's like what we could do It was like, yeah, we're doing something cool We're going on the boat with music That serves alcohol that we can't buy But it was a cool party boat that where all the cool kids went, I think. I don't know. Cool kids from high school. You let me know if that's still true. Maybe I perceived it wrong, incorrectly back in that time, 10 years later. Anyways, but... Um, comment below. Please comment below. Reach out to us on Instagram, Sugar Beat Podcast Miami. Snapchat, Milliliter23. I was like, what day's my birthday? This podcast... Is not sponsored by Groupon, but Groupon, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, please comment below. You know, sp sponsorships are certainly welcome. Yes. All right. Please 
you can sponsor as well. Hey, Schnabli's though. I just gave you like a really good spot right there. I love Schnabli's personally. My friend lives close to Schnabli's. It's great. So, you know, Schnabli's. Robert is here. Now that we're doing down south, Robert is here. Now Spray Farm, Cinnamon Buns. All right. <laughs> Do you have any other comments for us before your departure yeah. from Miami? I definitely say that I think a lot of Americans are afraid of Miami, especially ones that live in kind of the white, secluded areas. And I've definitely noticed that just with tourists that come here and the, the two times, the two different times I lived in South Beach, which is kind of what people think of when they think of Miami. It's, there's definitely a, a lack of like the standard American coming to South Beach and coming to Miami. So I think I would encourage tourism to help the economy. Maybe they'll make some affordable housing, you know, and to interact with this great city and all the people here because it's crazy, it's hard at times, but it's really a different experience that I think everyone should have. That's awesome. And one more question I just remembered. Is there anything, or like, what was the thing that surprised you the most about your experience here in Miami? I can't think of anything good, but I couldn't really find <laughs> Asian food, and that was hard. <laughs> I didn't think that would be something... I don't know. Amen. For the record, there's some really good Asian food um, around here. William is also being like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, you guys hid these things from me. We apologize. Oh, 1-800-Lucky is yummy. 1-800-Lucky is yummy. 1-800-Lucky is yummy. That day. Listen, we're fighting. This is a fight. And in vivo y directo. No. Okay, well, pho is different. But I got Chinese food from like, uh, I don't know, the palace? Confucius Palace? Yeah, like the only place you can get Chinese food. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Palace, the one that they sell Confucio or something. Yeah, it's also by Brickle. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. So the one by the one in the row. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a lady right here, right now. Every time I smell that food in the office, it smells horrible to me. It repulses me. Hi, 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 Dina de. Confucio, whatever that weird place is. That one, okay. Royal Thai. Royal Thai, good. That's by, by uh, 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 Camla, Camla Restaurant. Okay, but intersect. Because my friend here at the table, who also is not from Miami, said he had the same problem. It was hard to find like Thai food in these things. So I'm sure they're here. But tip, Miamians, teach your friends where to get some good food. And not on their last week. We messed up. Hashtag not on their last week. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Uh, and for the record, out here, um, if you guys want some good Chinese food, check out New China 2 by Dave Land, behind Wayside Baptist Church. That is like probably like if you talk to our people, uh, our little you know people down there from that area, that is the bombest Chinese food, like hole in the wall Chinese food that you can find around. Thank you. Kidenya 
for helping out and participating always in our podcast. We're going to miss you. But you'll be back soon with like many more stories to tell and we look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. I love to talk with you again. I'm going to miss you guys. And also, shout out to Milliliter for starting her own podcast because, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And we're side hustle queens and I love it. Yes, I love it. Oh my God, I like that. Hashtag side hustle queens. I want to like make a shirt and like make that a real hashtag. That's going to happen. That's going up there in the descriptions. Check out. Thank you guys for joining. We'll talk to you later.